We've been trying this for days. Um, we got some new equipment. We got a fucking producer. We, we got a producer on the show. He's like, it's like Joe Rogan experience at this point. I mean, if you're watching this on YouTube, you may notice that our our uh, camera quality is incredible. Looks like you're in the movies, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, we have our own I'm, Jamie. We have someone listening in on us right now. So if we seem a little rattled, that's what's going on. Yeah, we're just a little scared. This is our 17th <laughs> time filming this. Yeah. Uh, we're having a lot of – we're not the, the biggest tech guys. You know, We're, we're great on no, social. We're, con- we, we're content guys. Content guys. Anything social, we got you. Anything tech, I mean – we got nothing. So um, we got nothing. We got absolutely nothing. Let's uh, let's get into it here because we've had uh, we've had some crazy. It's been a crazy twenty twenty two start to twenty twenty two. It um, has yes. <laughs> we we I, are. That was broad, very broad. But yes, it has been a very crazy start. And what we want to talk about today is crediting on posts. Yeah. When you yeah, should. Is- when you shouldn't. Because Nat's been ripped off, I've been ripped off, and we want to talk about it. Yeah, because it's a big deal. I mean, I don't know why it's not a bigger deal right now, because, I mean, if you rip off a a song, a top 40 song, you're like, you get sued. You legit get sued. If you rip off a joke from a comedian, you might not get sued, but you're just completely frowned upon in the community after that. Um, You actually get to host the Oscars. Yeah. Amy Schumer, infamous joke ripper, is now hosting the Oscars. So maybe we're wrong about that, but yeah, you know, it did knows? take her five or six years of rehabilitation. But you don't want to have that reputation. Um, so if you're going to, exactly, mean, we're all for inspiration. We're all for inspiration. We get inspired by things. Other people get inspired by things. But you need to credit where credit's due. I mean, there was an incident for me, which I've had people kind of take my uh you know a scenario of my video or a skit and um kind of put their own spin on it and that's fine um they still don't sometimes they still don't credit me which they should i still think but one um one guy i showed eric and dan dan o'neill friend of the show you all know him by now but um dan i showed Gilles. this one guy he actually did a rant of mine which is a weird thing to kind of replicate because it's it's just like me in my car talking like I it was just like talking you know what I do it wasn't a skit wasn't a, a character or anything and uh he he ripped off my entire rant and it was so odd it was so cringy and weird to watch and I messaged Eric immediately we uh we all com- uh commented on it and it was the guy got scared yeah yeah we freaked right out we sent we sent the troops on him And I think we went about it in a way that was classy too, because we're not going to share his posts and be like, look at this fucking asshole ripping off our content or ripping off your content. But what was so strange about it is that he memorized your entire script and the cadence and everything and basically replicated everything that you did word for word besides he switched that one word. Yeah, he's, he's, he switched. Yeah, Jonas Brothers from to Drake. That's all he switched. Right, exactly. He he made a slightly worse <laughs> reference out of it. Yeah. But what we found out from one of his friends is that he basically went to the Tom Ferry conference, right, in Dallas, and yeah. they kept pushing like, "Hey, you got to get inspired by other people's content, replicate it, 
rip it off, basically. So I think he took that literally. So we don't think that Very. there was any malice behind this necessarily. And we want to give the guy a break. We're not going to you know, mention his name or anything like that. But we think that if you are going to use someone's exact idea, you should definitely attribute credit to it. And yeah. it gets kind of like shady in the meme world because all these photos come from somewhere else, right? Like I'm not creating these photos. So if I get a, a photo from fuck Jerry or something like that, the biggest meme count, and then I throw an open house caption on it. I don't necessarily have to tag fuck Jerry, but I always try to tag the originator anyway, because I'm so paranoid about that type of thing. Because once you get the reputation of stealing content or stealing ideas, like the fat Jewish in 2014, 15, that article came out on them, then you're kind of screwed. Yeah. You, you, I think do a really good job on it though. I mean, you always credit where credit's due. Um, and people submit content. And like you said, there's just so much, you're very much on like, you're looking into what's going on that week and current events and pop culture. So like you're taking things that aren't any, they, they have nothing to do with real estate. Like the fucking, uh, what, which I just watched last night, the Tinder swindler. <laughs> the, uh, uh, yeah. Have, have you seen that documentary? I haven't even seen it. I've just seen enough clips and kind of know the, you know, general thesis of what's going on that that meme was super popular. It's called trend jacking, by the way. That's a new phrase. Trend jacking. Okay. So, but that's like, you're not going to credit the original person who posted that photo and made it into a meme because it's impossible. Exactly. You know, like there's just no way of doing it. But like if someone remakes the meme you made with like a one different word, there should be credit to you because you're, you watermark all your memes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so most of them. Goes, yeah, if someone goes out of their way to make it again, so it's not watermarked, that's not right. You shouldn't shouldn't be. Yeah, doing that people shit. do that all the time, and sometimes I even try to keep in the watermark of the original meme maker. So if I take something from attorney problems and I just switch up the caption a little bit, sometimes I'll include that in there. But yeah, being diligent about it is super important, and then the way you credit. It's super important. So even if it's not just a meme, but you're taking an idea from someone, you want to credit them in the actual caption and then actually tag them in that video or post as well. And you definitely don't want to bury it deep in the caption. <laughs> no, but so the the guy who did the rant style video of me, he started freaking out when we we all commented. We said, you know, Eric was like, this is Natalie Nettie's post exactly. Daniel yeah. went, went crazy. I was on there too. And then he tag me in the comments which is it's offensive at that point it's way worse yeah. than not tagging at all that you know they want to just like kind of shoo you away like make them happy but i want all the credit for this okay there's that's you know they want the credit and they don't want you to be mad at them so which is exactly it's so lame i don't know why how people can even take the credit and just be like bearing yeah. it Bearing it in the comments is more offensive than bearing it in the caption. So if you're going to credit someone, you got to tag them in the <laughs> caption right away. Not even online like three or four. Like you'll have a, a massive like essay and then there's a tag at the very bottom. That's also bearing it. But like yeah. giving credit to the person excites that person too. Like acting as if it's your original content, that doesn't do much for you necessarily. Like it, no. you're still getting the engagement out of the post. People aren't sitting there watching it being like, that's genius. That's super original. So you, you have to credit the person. 
And then there's a... There's, I mean, you you might as well, because if you credit the person, that's flattering. And maybe they'll repost it. It's going to be better for you. Exactly. It is flattering. Like there was someone last week that got pissed at me because I used the audio down with the sickness by Disturbed. Not yeah. by Slipknot, did, as we've talked about song? before on the the, the six times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did they yeah. write the song? And his girlfriend storied the video of, of you know my video using Disturbed and said, like, the broke agent stole my boyfriend's audio. It's like, yeah, he's, he's not fucking Disturbed. And then yeah. also, I didn't steal his audio. Like, I, I went through my Spotify playlist, found that. And I was like, this is perfect for it. So we've that is something about- you don't. Attribute behind, for behind the scenes of this podcast, we've been talking about this particular instance <laughs> a lot, and I'm just know, we're trying to execute how, on it. How funny would it be if, like, the boyfriend FaceTime you and it was the lead singer of Disturbed? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you fucking used. He's my like, audio. no, you actually stole my audio <laughs> yeah, officially. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't actually from Instagram Music. You actually ripped it from YouTube or something. Or Lime or yep. fucking Kazaa. Remember Kazaa? Yeah, how could I forget? Or... My com- my computer guy would always have to pull me aside and be like, Eric, your computer is taking an hour and a half to start. I think you've downloaded too much. You know, you've downloaded Lollipop Remix one too many times. Really, it was obviously naked videos of people having sex with yeah. each other. Did you have a computer guy? Did I have a computer guy? Yeah, like no. growing up. I, I feel guy? like everyone had computer guys, like or a girl. I don't know. In the mid '90s, you would have a desktop, you know, your Dell, or your Gateway, and there'd be like troubleshooting, and you'd have a guy come over once a month and just like <laughs> get all the viruses off and everything. No, we used to have that. Um, Mc was it called McPhee? Uh, virus McAfee. 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 R. Which R. I'm pretty yeah. sure came out to be a complete scam, and didn't actually do anything. <laughs> You just like downloaded something and it didn't do, it wasn't, didn't protect viruses at all. Yeah. It put viruses on your computer, but because <laughs> yeah. the, the, Kaza, the like for some reason, LimeWire felt like a little bit more kosher than Kaza. Yeah. Like it went Napster, Kaza, LimeWire and LimeWire was like safer. But I remember there was this constant fear of pirating. Like, you know, if you downloaded into club by 50 cent or something that like a SWAT team was going to arrive at your door. Yeah. <laughs> well, you had to always get the the high ups. Like you didn't want to be ten or eleven down there. You know you're getting some fucked up shit. Um, yeah, you're getting some like bad. prank call instead of the actual song. Exactly. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. But yeah, uh, yeah enough of uh, the early two thousands. Do you remember MSN? <laughs> How MSN. Now what's that? Do you actually not remember MSN? I find, no. I feel like you lived a different life than so many people you didn't even have fucking skateboarders you didn't have skateboarders in your town it's it's arizona it's 115 degrees no one's skateboarding how when were you're born in 89 90 90 yeah you're a little younger than 91 91 um okay you're younger you're younger you didn't have (laughs) because i was asking eric if he for a video, because I always run things past Eric, which I don't know if it's a good idea anymore because he seems so... He didn't even know fucking Graduation Song by Vitamin C. I would, I would bet on, a majority... We remember... All okay, well, yeah, time. when you sing it, yes. <laughs> I, I sent you I, I the video. I would bet a majority... 
I would bet a majority of the people don't know that song just by the title. But running yeah, things by me is good. I, I've I've done a good job of educating myself in <laughs> what's normal for years. I feel like that's what I'm very good at is knowing like, okay, the base of people would understand this. That's why the content hits. That's why your yeah, content hits. It, it may be true because, yeah, maybe sometimes I'm stretching a little bit. But I asked you if anyone in your town had wax, candle wax on the curbs from the skateboarders. That was like a big thing growing up. Every yeah. fucking curb in mature neighborhoods had candle wax on them because they would grind on the curb. You didn't have that yeah, at all. Yeah, no, just nothing. Now we played real sports like baseball, golf. Yeah, like water polo and fucking tennis. Yeah, uh, exactly. Bocce ball and croquet. Yeah, that's what <laughs> not you <mean>. ball. <laughs> I, I, so you've uh, had a back. yeah. <laughs> the house you were at, my parents' house, when you came to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bocce ball court in the backyard. Oh, really? That's sick. Yeah, bocce ball is kind of Italian. It is. Yeah, it's like but, curling, but not as weird. So speaking of houses in Canada, you are in the process of selling your house right now, your condo. So from yeah. a Sold. Congratulations. Over ask. Thank you. So <laughs> as a real estate agent who creates funny content about being a real estate agent, how different was it actually selling your house? Oh my God. Like, tell us about I, the anxiety levels. Tell us what went into it. What was different about it? What do okay. you recognize from this angle? I'm such a better real estate agent now uh, okay. from a selling Why? standpoint, because here's the thing. People would all, because I've only bought houses. Uh, I've never sold my own yet, so I finally sold it. But sellers would come and be like, oh, I'm so stressed and got to get the staging done. We got to paint. And I'd always just be like, yeah, fuck off. This is is how it goes. You know, shut the fuck up. Get out of the house. Let them do their job. Let's get on with it. Surprise you you get repeat business if that's what you're (laughs) I had no... You know, no sympathy at all. Like, you know, just part of the part of the show. Let's let's get a move on here. Uh, Now I realize it's a lot of work. Okay, and and it's different because everyone thinks their house is like pretty nice. All right. So the thing is, is I had my stager come in that stages all my properties, and I was thinking, you know, probably going to he's probably going to tell me to take a chair out maybe the desk, make the, the office into a bedroom. No problem. She came in and I uh, said, yeah, so why you want like these chairs out? She said, no, we're going to take this entire room out. My entire main, my family room, everything. She's like, we're going to keep a couch. I was like, all right. And then I was immediately offended. So yeah. um, I had to put everything into storage. So I had to put two rooms into storage. All I kept was my bed, a dresser and a couch. Everything else went to storage. So she hated okay. all of your furniture that you had in there. She, yeah. All my design taste. She said, you're a fucking loser and a slob. Put it in storage and never, ever take it out. All right. Let's take a break from the fire we're spinning out. Uh, Eric, do you want to make 2022 your best year yet? No. Okay. Well, we're talking next level, triple your transaction volume, crushing the competition, kicking ass, closing deals and taking names kind of success. Are you sure you don't want that? No, I do actually, now that you just said that. And that's actually what happens when you partner with Boomtown, the number one rated real estate CRM in the game. It's got the tools and tech you need to generate and convert conversation ready leads. These leads are ready to go. To check out Boomtown and see how you can score 750 bones in free digital advertising, visit boomtownroi.com slash overask. Now that's Boomtown, ROI.com slash over ask. 
Sorry about that, fellas and women. My uh, my stupid camera shut off. So yeah. now we're back okay. to We were just bragging about how great the quality is. You know? yeah. Back to crap, but whatever. So you Anyways, were talking about staging your house. Yeah, boomtownroi.com slash overask. Anyways, yeah. so here we go. It's a little ad break. Um, yeah, so it took everything out, uh, all the furniture, everything. And that's not even the worst part. The The part that's terrible is she comes in, she stages, looks incredible. You cannot live there. You can't. I have, I have a dog. You have a dog. It's done. You can't. And if you have a kid, game over. Like you cannot live in a staged house. So I was like, all right, well, we got to we got to move to a hotel. Now, I live about 45, 50 minutes east of Toronto, the city right now. Um, my wife uh, lives in a town called, or not lives, she works in a town called I was going to say, Ajax. she lives in a different place yeah. than you. She is in a complete, she can't stand me half the time. So um, she, she, she works in Ajax. Uh, for those who don't know what Ajax is, it's where Sum 41 is from, Eric. That's where you were. That's where my parents so you're in. You were in a town of greatness. Uh, you, do you know mm-hmm. Sum Forty One, Eric? Sometimes you're yeah, old. I know Sum Forty One. Okay, okay. 41. And then Ajax is also the town beside Pickering. Who's from Pickering? You ask. Sean Mendez. Okay, Canadian treasure. So um, okay, okay. So that's where we we're at. Okay, so we went and stayed in a hotel in Ajax. Okay, for people around us, you know, not a good place to stay in a hotel. Okay, it's a fine town but it's not like you're staying in fucking Vegas or something. Okay. So it's really not a vacation, anything like that. We're just staying there because it's close to my wife's work and it's easy. So we figure, you know, our our whole place is fully renoed. You know, we we were thinking this is going to pop off. We're going to have fucking 7,000 showings in a week and we're going to be good to go. So we get on with it. We list, we move to the hotel crickets, the first night, not a single showing. I'm like, okay, you know, it's a condo, whatever. Second People day, want more space. They want outdoor yeah. space. Second day, because of the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. Four showings the whole second day. Now I'm starting to. I had a a constant uh, chest pain the entire time. Mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. I really did. I I was so stressed out. Had chest pain. It was. I ate like any, any and all chocolate. I just bought so much fucking chocolate. I was eating that all weekend. Okay, I was stressed. That's your coping mechanism. Yes, chocolate. I don't drink. I don't uh, do drugs. I eat a lot of terrible. That makes one of us. Yes. There you go. Um, Four showings, and then I was starting to freak out. So I was calling the agents, and then I started getting calls. And they said, hey, uh, you uh, do you front on to the, the parking lot? I said, yeah. Oh, well, we're not going to show it. So I know. I get it. So I'm in an older building. There's, it's, it's, three or, it's three levels. Um, there's no elevator. So I, I know, you know, normally the higher the floor, the, the more desirable it is. But in this case, I figured... Well, there's no fucking elevators in these buildings. The first floor is the cream of the crop here. I mean, who wants to walk up fucking three flights of stairs? I mean, that's not that much. <laughs> three flights? I, but, well, another thing is, is yeah, I front onto a parking lot, but it's almost like my car is like the same distance as a driveway. 
you know, and right. I use my, my, my door, my backsliding door as my main entrance. So I never have to go through. So you the thought building. it was a, a selling point. Thought it was a selling point. Not the case um, for some people. I mean, so I was getting freaked out. Uh, showings did start, start to really pick up after Friday. It's always weird because it just, it's always different. Like sometimes you'll get showings right away. Sometimes a day will go by, two days will go by. And then over the weekend, it'll just like fucking go crazy. It's like, it's so nerve wracking. Um, and then obviously we've already bought and stuff like that. So I just really wanted to get it like wrapped up and done. And we accepted a bully offer on like three days in, which was awesome. Showing started to pick up. We started getting some interest. We had about three, four people talking about doing offers, had a bully offer. Uh, you know, I, we got over ask much over ask. Probably could have got more, to be honest. You know what? Know what happened, Eric? Hmm. I didn't. I didn't tell you this. What happened? Byers wrote me a letter. <laughs> a love letter. A love letter. And it hit, and it hit your heartstrings a little bit. <laughs> Nikki sobbed. No way. So, it was beautiful. What did the letter say? <laughs> fucking beautiful i mean i don't want to it was just beautiful it was really nice and well what was like the thesis of the letter was it like oh we're a new family we see ourselves raising our kids here yeah so something like that so um it was beautiful um and we were you know we this is our first place we love this place uh we were gonna keep it good thing we didn't because fuck maybe no one would want it because the front's onto the the thing but um right we're, we're gonna keep it now people really did like it after i don't know it's all subjective right a lot of people did like that it was first floor because people don't like the stairs or wouldn't even want an elevator don't like being a, a higher when there's like storms shit like that so wrote a letter and i was just like this is the family this is the family that's gonna move in and take care of our place you know See, it, it does helps. work. <laughs> I mean, it's even illegal in some states, like I believe, in, in some markets. Yeah, even someone as soulless as you could actually feel empathy towards someone for sure. So did you learn anything about being a real estate agent? Like, do you empathize more with sellers now that you experience it yourself? Like, are you, yeah, yeah you, you, you feel for them a little bit more with the stress? So much more. It's such... Mm -hmm a pain in the ass especially when you're like i can't even b believe anyone who who like stays in a staged house and it's like constantly you know going in and out making sure the house is clean and perfect and leaving for showings and coming back i mean we slept here the first night it was staged i don't know if you've ever tried to restage a fucking staged bed with those pillows mm -mm. <sighs> half a day that's it what to put the pillows up? <laughs> I couldn't get it. I right. guess the stage the stager does it in a nice pristine way. I have thought about sleeping at you know condos I've listed because it's just like a nicer place than mine, or just like seeking refuge there if like my you know fiance <laughs> was bothering me or something like that. You know, taking yeah, calls there. But oh, her bothering you? Yeah, exactly. The other way around, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm pro sure. probably would. 
So <laughs> what about content? Did any content come out of this? Can you think of anything like, you know, when an agent has to sell their own house? Because I feel like that's a whole new angle that we haven't ever yeah. covered. Yeah, no, there will be. Yeah, for sure. I was going to vlog it and stuff and just, but I was so stressed. I wouldn't have been like, mm-hmm. I was going to do a and a the first day in the hotel and stuff. And I had a whole bunch of stuff planned, but I was really like fucking stressed out. Um, I was going to do a video that week and I pushed it to this week. That was a video that I released a couple of days ago, I guess now once this releases. Um, yeah, but a whole new, and then it brings me back to that question of like, can you really do the best job for your clients? I know anyone can help someone sell or help someone buy, but like if you're a young person or someone who's never bought a house for themselves or never sold a house for themselves, can you really uh, connect in like a full way with your client and do the best job for them? I think the answer is yes, you can do a really good job for them. But I think this experience has definitely will help me moving forward for hundred percent. Yeah. I, I did a joke a few years ago, like a fake onion style headline that was, you know, guy who has leased six different apartments in three years, you know, explains to buyers why buyers better than, or why buying's better than renting or something like that. And it was based yeah. off of me because like, that's, you know, I've been in so many different apartments and haven't bought a house myself or sold a house um, myself. So I think, yeah, it definitely helps because you get that experience and you get to empathize with your clients in a deeper level for sure. And I think that that's a whole new level of content that we could start touching upon, especially you, since you just experienced Dan O'Neill's doing the same thing. He just listed his house. We did the same. We didn't even plan it. We didn't even like plan that. We, it was just both happened that we were both selling at the same time. And yeah, yeah. Cause I would think, I mean, obviously, like from a monetary perspective, especially if you just bought a house, you need the money. So there's that anxiety that comes with it. But I would I would think that I would be more worried about like when it's a friend or something. I think about that so much. Like I have so much anxiety because I want that friendship to prosper still. And it's really yeah. hard when you've you know had someone's place listed for two or three months or you're representing a buyer or something like that puts a like pause on the friendship. Not a pause necessarily, but it just adds this you know, deeper layer of anxiety where it's like, they are mad at you until you actually pull it off. And it's all you talk about. It's all you think about. And then when they call you, it's instead of saying like, Hey, let's go grab a beer. It's like, Hey, you know, what's up with this property? It's like, ah, shit. I don't want to talk about that. I know that what, what I like with friends is like, I'll tell them because I want to, if, if some shit's going to go down, I want to go down my way. You know, so I always mm. tell them like, guys, I know what I'm doing. Trust me. Okay. Because I don't want to get into the, you know, fight them on price. And, the, you know, they want to list 50 grand higher than I want to list. And then we go with what they say. And then, you know, it doesn't sell or it sits on the market. And then we have that battle of like, well, I, fu- I fucking told you, you know, I told you. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to get into that. So like, I just want to be all in with like, I'll be like, let me do my thing. I do this for, for a living, you know, and we're going to price it here. We're going to get around here. I pretty much map out what's going to happen. And I, I bet on myself every time I do that because you never really know what's going to happen, but I've done it enough times that like, I can kind of tell them. And that's what I do in listing appointments too. Like when I'm competing, I'll be like, listen, people are going to come in. They're going to tell you this. They're going to tell you this. They're going to tell you that because I want to put it in their head for when mm-hmm. the, 
those little buzzwords. So then when that does happen, they think of me. So that's my plan. And if it doesn't happen, I look like an idiot. So, um, but that's what I, I like with friends because yeah, friends are the, and family. It's the most nerve wracking, um, yeah. deals. Cause you're just dealing with that relationship. I, I thought that you would come up with some content and I know like it, it sold quickly actually. So maybe you didn't have time and you were kind of back and forth between hotels and all over the place. But I thought you would have like a video about your own place because you could do really funny stuff about like, Oh, this is where I, you know, sleep. I don't know. I'm going to think of another example. This is yeah, where I, you know, I play bocce ball or something, whatever you were saying. I earlier. Had, like I had a script, I had a script and I was going to do it. And, uh, it just, it's so, it like consumes you. And it's just mm-hmm. like, there's nothing else I could have done getting my host. Cause you could be so ready. free with yourself too, because then there's no seller that has to watch your video. No, you could just be yeah. like, this is my condo. I could go as ham as possible. You could get naked. Like, you know, David Frugia. <laughs> yeah, I could David. By the David way, another, Frugia. the naked agent, everyone should watch that episode. Um, there's another couple just got naked too. I saw on like HDTV oh, really? or something not or HGTV. housing wire, oh. not HDTV. I don't know. I saw it on some publication that the property some... is going nude in their next, uh, season. God, that'd probably get a lot of viewers actually. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, they are, are Greek gods. <laughs> yeah, they are. One's married to Zoe Deschanel. Jesus. Oh yeah, that's right. She's great in the movie. She's great in the movie. Yes, man. I like her in Elf. Yeah, and Elf, great singer. New New Girl's good too. He's very very yeah. Um, So so uh, we got some big stuff coming in the next couple weeks. We are launching an entire media company called Bam Broke Agent Media. There's going to be new shows behind two lockboxes hosted by Dan O'Neill, where it's going to be 10, 15 minute clips of him you know, grilling funny questions. Would you rather is to a lot of people we've had on this podcast, you could kind of see a different side of them. So that's coming out. We're going to have a show called the, uh, the walkthrough where we cover real estate news with Byron. We're going to have blog posts. We're going to have everything full fledged media company. So look out for that on the broke agent.com in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Bam. That's what it's called. Fucking, yeah. It's going to be next level. Like we're taking this shit to the next level this year. We really are. We've been talking about it. For a long time. We also have some other really cool things we can't yet discuss. Had some cool meetings this week though, Eric. You and I. If you oh yeah, call. we did. So some secret meetings. Some secret me I mean there is when I really sat back and thought about that meeting, I was like, this is pretty cool. This yeah. is like we're we're in the big leagues with this one. With two yes. two, two of the meetings, actually. The one last week and the one this week um, where we were talking about a collab with a certain set of agents. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of people have been reaching out to us, which has been. Yeah. They see, they see what's happening here. Yeah. The infrastructure is finally behind us. There's a message. We'll get this. Exactly. We'll get this camera working. So if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe and like this video. If you enjoy this content, subscribing is going to get you those notifications and access to all of these new shows, which are coming out in the next couple of weeks. Like this video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yes. If you're listening on Apple, give us a review. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We and never asked for it. So got to do it now. 
Yeah, comment yeah. on everything too. Comment on all right. of our posts, like all of our posts. Yeah, please. Just met, yep. DM us and tell us that you like us. Yeah, exactly. You know, Just keep, gives us constant affirmation, please. That's what yeah, we live off of. Yeah, if you don't like us, just fucking kick rocks. Exactly. And then we, we got three that. huge guests next week. We have Ryan Pineda coming up. Look yeah. him up. He's epic. We got Tom Tool. Yeah. We got Brad McCollum, probably the best mm-hmm. video maker, best listing videos I've ever seen in my entire life. They're unbelievable. Yeah. Check out his YouTube channel too, Brad McCollum. He's in Canada like you. Yep. Yep. Alberta, so. I think. Yeah. Good stuff coming. Okay. Big things coming. Bam. Bam. Well, uh, all right. That's it for today, folks. Thank you for watching. And y'all take care now. The Broke Agent presents Over Ask Podcast.